Hey friends, I'm Sierra. And I'm Caitlin. And we're friends. But we've never met each other in real life. That's because technology allows you to feel like you're virtually best friends with everyone that you meet online, which is pretty cool. Through storytelling, we're able to learn about others' passions and drives and learn what makes them unique. We want to hear your story so that we can become virtually best friends. Hey there, VBFs. Welcome back to Virtually Best Friends Pod. Caitlin, how are you? I am doing really well today, Sierra. How are you? I am on cloud nine, which seems a little weird place to be at this point in the week, but like, I'm going to ride with that. Um, Do you want to get into our thumbs down for the week? Yeah, definitely. I am so excited to hear about why you are on cloud nine. I'm really excited. (laughs) Well, I can start us off. My thumbs down for the week is that it's Tuesday when we're recording this week. We've mixed up Mm -hmm. our schedule a little bit. But oh my goodness, y'all, I I have just been thrown by the days of the week constantly this week. Like yesterday, I walked in to my teammate's classroom and said, happy Mon- happy Tuesday. And it definitely was not. It was Monday. So it's just been one of those weeks. But you know what? It's okay. It's We'll get through. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Sierra, how about you? What's your thumbs down? My thumbs down is... Mm, it's kind of a sideways thumb. I am actually in the process of moving, which while super duper exciting, like I am just really excited to have a change and like, you know, the new things I get to experience because of the change. Why it's a sideways thumb is that there's just a lot associated with moving between trying to pack things up and like shuttle things to the new location and like all the admin things that I have not even started doing as far as you know changing your address on like everything whoo it's a lot going on (laughs) I feel you I just feel that so much I did that a couple months ago it is the worst and now that you're talking about address changing something just popped into my head that I haven't changed an address for since then. So it's like the the list is never ending. Like you you will never find it until something gets sent somewhere. And then you're like, Oh, wrong place. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, I wish you all the best on your move. Like I'm really excited for you. And I hope that the, the actual like moving part goes really smoothly and quickly too. Thank you. Yes. Okay, well, what is your thumbs up for the week? I'm so excited to hear about your cloud nine week. I feel like I have multiple thumbs up. So please bear with me because, you know, can never just pick just one. Okay, three things. One, tomorrow is the first day of fall. So Caitlin said that it was Tuesday. Tomorrow's first day of fall. My favorite season of the year. I really wanted to make one of those like really just ritual out of the day. I took the day off coincidentally, um, being the first day of fall, and I was going to really embrace it. Um, I do have some things that are conflicting with my ideal first day of fall, (laughs) but we're going to make it work. We're still going to make it fall somehow. Um, My other thumbs up is that I just successfully completed my final meeting weekend of the year, and I feel like it went off without a hitch. And Y'all know, I just get really stressed out about these things. And it was a new task that I was assigned to. So there was a little bit of a like, 
oh no, how steep is this learning curve going to be? Am I going to blow the whole thing up, like completely destroy my task? But no, everything went smoothly and I don't have to worry about staffing another meeting until next year, which I'm going to miss my volunteers for sure. I love them so much. I will still be communicating with them, but I won't have that like stress of being like, "Hmm, how are things going to (laughs) go? Yes, I am so thrilled for you. That's got to be the biggest victory to just be done and feel like you have smooth sailing for the rest of the year. You don't have to commit your weekends. What a relief. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then the third and final thumbs up. Yes. Yes. Is that during the meeting weekend, I was able to convince everyone in my like volunteer group to order chip kick cookies. But I personally got chip kicked by my bestie who wanted to give me some chip cake cookies in celebration of my four year blog anniversary. So basically, like it was, it's been an exciting couple of days for me. <laughs> I oh my get gosh. Some cookies. It's like I'm a celebrating. Palooza. Oh my gosh. Like I cannot wait. I keep, I kept telling my volunteers, like, there's a new cookie that Chip Kick released and it's called the like Dulce Vita. And it's like a caramel filled cookie with that has like white chocolate chips in it. And like, I'm not describing it well, but y'all just imagine it heated up over this apple pie ice cream that I have that's made on the farm. Like I'm waiting for it to arrive. They come, they've been shipped. I can't wait. I'm just so excited. So thank you, Kimberly, for giving me that gift for my blog anniversary. I am so excited to eat it. And I'm so excited for my volunteers to experience the magic that is chip cake cookies as well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am like drooling over here because cookies sound so good. And apple ice cream. That sounds amazing, Sierra. I am like riding the waves with you. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> you should and see how excited years. I got just like telling Caitlin the stories. <laughs> I love it. I can feel your excitement through the screen, which is always great. And four <laughs> years of blogging is such a big deal. That's amazing. So if you haven't checked out Sierra's blog, head right on over. Shameless plug. <laughs> oh my gosh, Caitlin's the best plugger, hype man, <laughs> woman that you can ever want. <laughs> but Thanks, yes. Uh, what was it your thumbs up? I want to ride your wave too. Oh my goodness. You know what? It is totally a fall thing. So it today is the 21st day of September. So, you know, you got to listen to September by Earth, Wind & Fire because you remember <laughs> the 21st night of September. Time to break out that song. And now it's stuck in your head. Wah. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, but also it is cold here, y'all. It is cold here. I got to wear a jacket to school today. And oh my goodness, it was 49 degrees on my drive-in and the mountains were beautiful and the sunrise was beautiful and the full moon was still out. It was pretty perfect. So I have been waking up every morning and doing yoga right away and I cannot wait for my drive to school because of how beautiful it's been and how cold it is and like the colors are beautiful for the sunrise. And I haven't had the experience of driving into work in like 18 months. So I'm loving it. Who knew that commuting would be my high? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. No, that sounds amazing. Um, By the way, I'm definitely I'm like wearing a Dudley right now. It's a Terry fleece. It's not a turtleneck, but I was also able to pull it out because it's not as cold as it is in Denver. But the morning was a little crisper today. And I was like, hmm, good things Mm. are coming, you know, (laughs) you know. That is the best feeling, pulling out all the sweaters. I was sitting outside 
reading a book on our patio last mm-hmm. night and it was just like crisp, cool fall air in a sweatshirt. Oh perfect. my gosh. Perfect. perfect. Just perfect. Like you said. Wow. I love that. Well, friends, um, now that we have done our thumbs up, thumbs down, Caitlin has our fact of the day, our new segment, which is called Did You Know? We started it a couple of episodes ago, but Caitlin's going to hit us with the fact, and I am on the edge of my seat to hear what it is. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so this is a really goofy fact that I remember hearing when I was a kid, and I didn't really believe it until I actually heard of it someone happening to someone that I know. So if you eat too many carrots, your skin will start turning orange. No way. Yes. I had a friend who was obsessed with like raw carrots from the farmer's market, which there is something really good about a fresh picked carrot, I will admit. But her feet started to turn orange. They had like an orange tint to them. That is wow. That is just wow. It is super wow. But I also wanted to add on because there are some really interesting facts about carrots. And I found this really awesome article from the Washington Post that talks about why carrots were orange for political reasons. So originally carrots were yellow, white, or purple. And then in the 1600s, most of the vegetables ended up turning orange, which is so interesting and mainly because it had to do with Dutch politics. And they were originally growing carrots as a tribute to William of Orange. Is it orange, William of Orange? I feel like it could be William of Orange or something. something (laughs) But anyway, they were growing orange carrots and then they ended up like wiping out all of the other colors of carrots. So that's how orange carrots came to be. Mm, It's always politics, isn't it? Oh, no, just kidding. And in this case, a homage to William of Orange. Well, well, William, thank you for your orange carrots. But I do think it's hilarious that now I feel like, you know, the vibe trend, I don't know what to call it for a little bit, was the fact that everyone likes these like rainbow carrots now where you prefer to kind of have that pack of purples and whites and yellows, you know. Um, So that's interesting. I wonder if like it's because we're not pushing that agenda anymore. Like, do we not care about this William fellow? I know. I don't know. Just so interesting. (laughs) Something that happened 400 years ago clearly still has an impact. And also, fun fact, there's a World Carrot Museum. (laughs) Where is it? You know, that's a really good question. (laughs) But there is. If you're really a diehard fan of carrots, I will admit, I love a good carrot and hummus Mm. or ranch. I'm a carrot and ranch. I'll do hummus, but carrot and ranch just like hits different. It does. It's it's refreshing. Yes, definitely. (laughs) All right, friends. Well, thank you, Caitlin, for our fun fact of the day. Things you didn't know you needed to know. I'm definitely going to look up this carrot museum because why the heck not? (laughs) Why not go visit a carrot museum if it's somewhere that I'm going to be in the vicinity of in the future? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, friends, we are going to take a quick jump. As you might have known if you've been here for a while, we love reading and we love talking about books. We've had a couple of podcast episodes where we've deep dived into some of our favorite seasonal books. And we also have had some time to talk about 
and dedicate a few podcast episodes to some of our mutual favorite books. So if you haven't read it already, you'll have to go back and listen to our episode about The Simple Wild. We mm-hmm. definitely have a preference for that series. But yes, always have to give a big shout out to you, The Simple Wild, because it is definitely one of the book series that Caitlin and I bonded over together and that we will definitely probably revisit when the weather starts to get colder again. Um, yes. But Caitlin, is there anything that you've read recently that you want to give a little shout out to you or maybe give us a quick synopsis, convince us to read it as well? Yes, absolutely. So one of the books that I actually just started reading and I am almost halfway through is called Verity by Colleen Hoover. And it is addicting. It's like one of those psychological thriller books. And it seems to be perfect for this time of year because it kind of keeps you hanging. It feels very perfect with the cooler weather. It's getting darker outside. And I am the kind of person who definitely jumps at little things. And this book is making me jump. I read a scene, and I don't want to spoil too much, where I was home alone. And all of a sudden, I forgot that the windows were open and the curtains started rustling. And I freaked out. But it's such a great book. Basically, it's about a writer who is struggling, who ends up coming into contact with this other mysterious writer, and she is asked to ghostwrite for this writer. But along the way, she has to figure out what is going on with this writer and why does she actually, why has she been requested to fulfill this book series? So Mm. I would highly recommend it. I just got introduced to the author of Colleen Hoover, and it has been a really intriguing book to read oh mysterious very mysterious perfect since we're almost to october but sierra what book are you reading recently or what have you enjoyed okay so you know i have a list and i will say that i've been very very into contemporary romance and kind of the the little spicier romances um that's pretty much all that was on my summer reading list. It was very much a hot girl reading summer. Yes, but they're so good. Uh, they're just, I don't know. They're, they're just so good. Um, I will say that my first recommendation, of course, would have to be all of the Brown sister novels. Um, so Get a Life, Chloe Brown. And oh my gosh, I can never remember Danny's. Um, take a, take hint, a hint, Danny. Yep, take a hint, Danny Brown. and. Um, Act Your Age, Eve Brown. All three of those. So great. So spicy. So diverse in the characters. But also, like, I just love how all of the sisters are very different, too. Like, their personalities, the men or the people, the women that they're attracted to, they're they're all different. And I love that. A little bit chuckling, here because I had just written down on my list, my TBR list is the Brown Sisters books. That is my... Biggest TBR <laughs> for this fall. I cannot wait to start. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to read them and to hear your thoughts and to see like yes. which of the leading romance interests are your favorite. I like, I can never pick a favorite. I feel like people kind of try to make you choose one, but they're also great for different reasons. And I love that about them. But yes, staying on this romance train, my other, another favorite that I want to bring up is People We Meet on Vacation by Emily. Mm, I did not write the author's names, y'all, but Emily, Emily something. I love that book. So she has another book that everyone loves and it's called Beach Freed, but People We Meet on Vacation 
legit, like, above a lot of books in my eyes. I just love the way it was written. So, like, a quick kind of synopsis. The story follows um, these two friends. They kind of met in college, but they kind of made this little not really a pact, but they had a tradition to kind of always spend these summers together. And she is an influencer kind of for a little while, but then she ended up working for like a magazine and I'm explaining it poorly and I always do, but like y'all, it's just, uh, Alex is a lead as a, as a romance interest. Like literally he's the kind of guy that I see myself dating. And so when I was reading it, I was like, Alex, why are you so adorable? sitting at the bar <laughs> like oh yes. god oh my gosh Sierra I loved that book I also read that this summer and just loved it it was so good I am totally with you I thought it was great it felt a little bit different than the typical romance book that I would normally pick up and I loved that about it the characters had this different depth that I wasn't anticipating and I I definitely thought the influencer thing was relatable too and it was just a great book. I would totally agree with you on that one. Oh, do you have another book before I give my last one? <laughs> yes, I do. So I just read Golden Girl by Ellen Hildebrand. And I actually picked it up in Nantucket when we were there for our honeymoon and read it super quickly. Absolutely loved it. It was such an interesting book. Very different than the other books that I've read by her. And basically, it's about a famous author who lives on Nantucket who dies, but she's given this opportunity to come back and see life and the way it progresses and kind of solve some things about her own past along the way. It was so well done. It was not what I was anticipating. And I absolutely loved it. Do you have another book that you've read and loved? Yes, it's another series, um, kind of. They can kind of serve as standalone novels. They're 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 like the Brown sisters. I will I will say that. Okay. Anyway, um, it's called the first one is called Written in the Stars, and the second book is called Hang the Moon. They're both by Alexandria Bellafleur, and y'all, they're so stinking cute. So. The books are different. Like I said, they're kind of, I don't know, would you consider them companion reads maybe? But basically in the the first book, um, again, I really love reading like a diversity of characters and things like that. So the then Written in the Stars, it's actually, um, both books have a lot of, they have LGBTQIA plus representation. And I love that. So in Written in the Stars, it's kind of um, a, like a retelling almost of so written in the stars is a pride and prejudice kind of modern twist on that a little bit, I would say. And so it's really just two characters that you really wouldn't, you didn't think they were going to work out for like a lot of it. Like they had the most awkward setup situation where they were set up on blind dates and it just kind of didn't go well. And then you progress the story from there. And it's just, like I said, so cute. And then the second book 
I also loved a lot. And that one um, kind of has a similar storyline to Beach Read, if you've read that one, in that one of the characters tries to prove that romance does exist. And so he does so by kind of playing out like some classic romance tropes that are like in movies and things unknowing to um, the female lead. And so it's just really cute. But they're connected in that it's there's a character that is in both books, basically. And so you're seeing another side of things. Ooh, I love those. I put those on my TBR list as well. After you were talking, I feel like we were talking about that. And you were so excited about those books. So I have them on my TBR list and they sound so cute. Like just so fun reads. Yeah, I think what I liked about them most is that rom-com is definitely my favorite genre of movie. And so a lot of the books I read, especially the Written in the Stars and Hang the Moon, I think fall into that kind of quintessential rom-com category in that there's plenty of you know, light moments, there, there are some kind of like, oh man, you know, plot points where you're kind of like sad or you're like yelling at the characters to get it together. <laughs> but at the same time, there's just so much like light in it, you know, so it's really nice. Ooh, I love hearing about that balance. That makes for the best kind of novel. <laughs> I oh, agree. Cool. Okay. Well, Sierra, what books are on your fall TBR list? Okay, so if I were to think about my fall TBR, I think the one book that I have on it right now, and it's like my most anticipated read, mind you, I have a whole stack of books that I need to get to, and I've been trying to hold true to this claim that I was not going to buy another book until I finished those. However, a lot like Adios just came out, and I loved the first book, which was um, You Had Me had me at Ola. That book was so good. I like sent yes. it to my bestie like right after I finished reading it. Like I, did I or did I send it to my sister? Anyway, someone has the books. And it is like a telenovela in like book form and Jane the Virgin, like all the good things. Anyway, a lot like Adios is the second book by that author, and it follows a character. Obviously, there's a theme here. I love series, and if I can't get a series, give me a companion novel. Um, but it follows like another cousin in that set, and like, uh, I can't wait. I haven't purchased the book yet, but that is the book that I definitely, definitely want to read. I loved that first one as well. I'll be super curious to see what the second one is like. But I also feel like you can't go wrong with that kind of a book and that style. And I had never read anything that was quite set up that way. And I loved the way it read like a telenovela and just so cool. Like, and the romance was so good in that book. Because there was like so much going on. Like there was. (laughs) <laughs> it, it There was so much going on. It was great. Well, I think some of my top books right now, and because it is like getting closer to the Halloween season, I really love psychological thrillers. Like I didn't think I'd ever be that kind of person. Like I said, I get so scared very easily. Skittish, I think is the word I'm going for. But I'm so excited. I have the sanatorium, which is on my list. And when I picked it up from Barnes and Noble, the lady who checked it the book out for me was like, I'm really curious to know what you think. It doesn't end the way you think it would, which I'm not sure what to mean, which to take from that, but I'm very excited to read that book. And so I have a lot of those like psychological thrillers on my list because it just feels like a good time to read them. Oh man. 
I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I, I don't dabble in there too often, um, but I hear what you're saying. It would be a really good time to kind of like amp up the spooky. Um, I think that if I were to recommend any fall books, I definitely would stick in that area. So like maybe not psychological thriller, but I tend to go more like fantasy or like magic folklore type area. And so if I were to give anyone out there a recommendation for a good fall read, I would go with another series, which is Children of Blood and Bone. Um, That series was so good. It's like set in um, kind of, I think it's a fictional African folklore type situation. Um, And there's like class conflict between people who had their magic, who were like suppressed and like, ooh, Lots of things going on, and they're kind of fighting kind of this like royal um, empire that like want that were not magical who wanted to suppress that. So a lot of you know metaphor involved in the book, but it's also just really good, and you kind of get lost in that world. And then like my other recommendation, if you like folklore and keeping things magic, would be Legendborn. I, just so good, like it's based on. Um, King Arthur, like that type of folklore and like Excalibur and, you know, pages, mages, like, you know, just all of that area of things. Um, But it's like present day and it's set at a college and like things just get weird. So, ooh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Ooh, those are some good recommendations. I think I'm kind of going along the same lines of some more like mysteries and like series that felt comfortable i just started to listen to a court of thorns and roses which has been recommended by so many people i have heard of it i kept seeing it everywhere and like okay i kind of want to try this and it kind of has like a feel similar to game of thrones to it Mm -hmm. where it is fantasy But it definitely keeps you going. I have not finished it. So if there's anybody out there who's read it, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. But I definitely would recommend it. Like if you're into same kind of thing, like the fantasy and the series, it's definitely an interesting one to pick up. I'll be curious Mm -hmm. to see what happens next. Unfortunately, my my book expired at the library. So I had to Oh, I hate when that happens. (laughs) I tried reading like two books on Libby. And both times I didn't finish it in time and had to get pulled. And I was like, yeah, got to wait again. (laughs) Yep, exactly. So I'm waiting for it to return, but I'm really excited to finish reading that one. Oh, man. Yeah, I think that would be great. Like, I guess me and you are definitely on the same page. We like to to make things a little spooky, a little more magical Mm -hmm. in the fall, um, right before I go back to my romances in the winter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like the Christmas romances, I will take all of that. The other book that I have to recommend is The Last House Guest by Megan Miranda. And it's all about this wealthy summer house guest that dies under mysterious circumstances. And the people around this house guest have to solve what happened. And it's very definitely keeps you on your toes. So if you're looking for another mystery, that's a great one. I heard of that one. I feel like I've seen it places. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds good. good. Mm, yes. Okay. 
All right, friends. Well, hopefully you were able to create a long list of things to add to your TBR <laughs> just based on these recommendations. But we would also love to hear if you've read any of things, what you thought about it. Do you agree with the fact that they are some of our favorite reads that we've had this year? I would love to know. And like Caitlin said, we love to talk books. So feel free to DM us or listen to any of the older podcast episodes that features reading. If you're ever, you know, just in the need of something, put the simple wild on your list. Just do it. Just do it. You, you won't regret it. It's a good one. <laughs> well, friends, it has been so nice to chat with you. Thank you for joining us. Happy fall. And we can't wait to talk to you again soon.